This is a Soulfire production. Welcome back, friends. Today I'm here with my podcast partner in crime, Kelsey. Kelsey, welcome back to the show. Hello, glad to be back. <laughs> I really, I really wanted us to podcast when you we were visiting in person, but we ran out of time. We were busy gym. bees. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a jam-packed weekend. Um, and yeah, I want to hear, I actually want to hear your perspective. How did you feel coming back? Big takeaways. What did you think? Big takeaways. I see why you love San Diego. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it felt like a second home to me. Like I'm officially a convert, especially because of the food. Um, also, our in-person work sessions were like next level. I feel like when you put two generators together in a room, just like shit gets crazy. Um, I feel mm-hmm. like we are extremely productive and we got to work on some projects that I'm super excited about. So that was really fun. Like it was a really good energy, I think, being able to collaborate together in person. Yeah, we we knocked out a lot of big, a lot of big things. So I mean, book launch has been big on mm-hmm. on the mind, right? So <laughs> we have a lot, a lot coming in that direction, and then other program launches, including the newest course that's coming out. If you mm-hmm. listen to this when it comes out this week, Abundance Accelerator. I am so excited about this. Um, this course is meant to be very actionable, and it will help you align with the energy of abundance in every aspect of your life. So uh, we go over aligning yourself with the energy of abundance, stepping into abundance mindset, abundance energy, and then deep dives into health, relationships, money, obviously, soul self. It's pretty all-encompassing. I'm really, really, really proud of it. Uh, and Kelsey's been through it. It's amazing. <laughs> Do you want to share like your experience with it or if, what, what you would tell somebody who's thinking about signing up? I would say that there are a lot of areas. This is what I learned. There are a lot of areas in your life that are affecting your ability to call in abundance or even just like manifest whatever you're trying to manifest that you probably aren't aware of. And I think that's my favorite part about the course is, you know, I have gone through a lot of your programs and I know that you talk about this a lot, but this goes a step deeper for sure. And it's super comprehensive. And I love I think like an example of one of the big takeaways for me is how you talk about the different abundance channels and how they're all interconnected and how they can spill over into one another. And that was a concept I'd never really explored before. So I would say even if you think you know a lot about abundance, or even if you have a really strong manifestation practice, I think that you could still really benefit from the specific areas that Christina dives deeper into in this course. Like you go all the way into relationships and how that affects abundance, health and how that's tied to abundance, um, money, just like spirituality. Um, So it's a really good way to go deeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think of this as like the root, <laughs> I call it like root cause work of manifestation, right? The guys call it that. That's why I call it that. Um, and actually a lot of the concepts that I've learned through the book uh, are incorporated into this, into this course because I channeled this course. And, but this is, this is like the ener- underlying energetic work, life work really, that allows you to make manifestation your lifestyle, mm-hmm. right? So most people, when they're manifesting, they're looking for some form of abundance. So if we go into how do I, how do I align myself with that energy in every aspect of, of my life, you're going to magnetize that to you. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm, I'm curious, especially with your, with your health issues, you know, that you've, that you've had before, did that, did the course put any of that 
in context for you or make you think about it differently? Yeah, I would say it definitely made me look at the other areas of my life and how that might be affecting me being able to call in better health for myself, since that's something I've been working on and have been struggling with for a while. Um, And I think a lot of it put in perspective to me how important it is to detox the areas of your life where you're still holding on to things that are taking up space. Um, And I feel like that's definitely something I could do more of to allow more space for healing. Um, If you're, you know, if you're holding on to things that aren't serving you, that's going to show up in a number of ways, including your health. And that's like one thing that really hit home for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think this is the piece is like, I can say it a million times and people don't get it until they get it. Um, (laughs) It's all connected. Right. So like with business coaching, for example, people want to attract more money and like the blocks are their relationships. The blocks are their relationship with their body, their health. Like it's all connected. And that was one of the things I really wanted to, to get across in, in the course. So I'm really excited for y'all to check this out. I wanted to make something that was more accessible to people um, and a really good bridge between any of my courses. So if you're not sure where to start, or even if you feel like you need a step before jumping into something that's a little, you know, more comprehensive, I'll say, um, start here because it is very comprehensive in itself. And it's a really great groundwork for stepping into any other of my offers or vice versa. So if you've gone through any of my other offers um, and you're looking for more to go deeper, um, check out this course because it's kind of a bridge between all of them. All of my all of my courses, people asked on the last um, channel collective call, like, where do I start? I don't know which one to choose. Everything is meant to, it's like this, this flowing system and you can really step in anywhere. Uh, there's no right or wrong place to start and you can, you know, kind of go through whatever calls to you. But Abundance Accelerator, is something that is super applicable no matter what direction you're going in. And I really think, you know, I would love for everybody to have all of this information and it's designed to be very actionable, like action oriented. Um, So you'll have key takeaways and exercises, journal prompts to do with each lesson. So I'm really, really excited about that. Um, I'll put all of the information in the show notes below. And also we're in the middle of our eight day abundance challenge, eight days of, of action steps and reflection questions to help align you with energy of abundance. So if you haven't already signed up for that and you want to shift your energy in eight days, you can step into it now. You can catch up um, or you can, if you're listening to this later, do it at your own pace. Um, but that that's going on right now too. If you want a free little challenge to amp up your abundance energy, all the good stuff. And all of that will be in the show notes below. And you can go to my Instagram link is in my bio and on my website, christinathechannel.com as always is the hub for all the stuff. Make sure you know my website, you know, shit's getting crazy. So in case case shit really hits the fan, (laughs) that's where I am. That's where I am. (laughs) That in the email list. If you're listening to this show, you are probably very particular about what you put in and on your body like me. And one of the products that I had the most difficult time finding a non-toxic alternative for was deodorant. I tried so many and then I found Native and 
their deodorant is by far the best deodorant I've ever used. I've been using it for a few years now. I'm obsessed with it and cannot recommend it enough. That is why I'm so excited to have Native as today's show sponsor. Native's products are free of aluminum, parabens, and sulfates, and they use ingredients that you can understand like coconut oil, shea butter, and baking soda. As I've mentioned, I am obsessed with their legendary aluminum-free deodorant, but they also have their new body wash, toothpaste, and mineral-based sunscreen. Yes, they now have a broad-spectrum SPF 30 sunscreen for your face and body. It's lightweight, it absorbs really quickly, and you can choose between unscented or coconut and pineapple. Native is on a mission to overhaul your whole hygiene routine by putting the care in self-care with products carefully made to work against odor that are made with simple ingredients and smell great. You can get their deodorant and their body wash in amazing scents like coconut and vanilla, citrus and herbal musk, lavender and rose, and more. And you can also even build your own personalized product bundles so you can mix and match three of your favorite scents and keep them on rotation so you have something for every occasion, which I love because I like to switch it up and I do like a number of their scents. None of their products are tested on animals and almost everything is vegan. And Native is risk-free to try with free US shipping and free 30-day returns and exchanges for every product. So you should definitely try it out if you haven't already. I think we all know that I'm a product junkie. I like to try <laughs> so many things and I've never strayed from this deodorant. Anytime I've tried anything else, it just doesn't compare. And with every product that Native has come out with, I am just so incredibly impressed. I love their mission. They have plastic-free options. So if you're conscious of your plastic consumption, that is great as well. Personally, I am currently using their coconut and vanilla deodorant, the sensitive formula. So if you get any irritation from different deodorants, I recommend that highly. I am also loving their cucumber and mint body wash. I've gotten a number of scents in their different products and I love all of them. They also have unscented formulas as well. So I really can't recommend this enough with the deodorant. I mean, nothing stands up better to the heat than this, in my opinion. I put it on in the morning and it lasts all day long. So you can stay fresh, stay clean with Native by going to nativedeo.com slash Christina or use the promo code Christina at checkout and get 20% off your first order. That's nativedeo.com, N-A-T-I-V-E-D-E-O.com slash Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A or use my promo code Christina at checkout for 20% off your first order. So I know that we had some conversations <laughs> while you were here mm-hmm. that I feel like I, I feel like I don't even actually remember what we were talking about that one day, but what is when we were at Holy Matcha, but I felt like I could just feel your energy shift. Like, I don't even know what I said, but I feel like it <laughs> triggered you in a good way. But I just you feel really like I felt, I felt this whole shift in energy like what? And I don't even know what you were talking about. To be we honest, were talking I don't about my health and you're like, Kelsey, you just need to do something different. Like stop doing what you think <laughs> is right and do something completely drastically different and just go all mm-hmm. in. I was like, you know what, Christina? Yeah, <laughs> let's switch it up. <laughs> well, why was that so, why was that so big for you? I think it's just interesting because like, I almost feel like I'm over inundated with research and information about like the right way to heal my gut mm-hmm. issues. And it's like, so I've tried kind of every variation of that that I know. And it starts to get like muddied after a while, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And it just made so much sense when you said that, because with my personal training experience, it's like, okay, you could be doing a really effective, like the most effective exercise protocol for like your goals, 
But if you keep doing that exercise regimen over and over and over again for a really long time, your body's going to adapt. So even though it might not be like the most direct. <laughs> I'm but, sorry. I'm thinking of my college workout routine. <laughs> okay. We don't even need that's a whole different <laughs> Yeah, do you feel targeted right now? Uh no, I feel like this is I feel like this is so funny because you guys, when okay, so when Kelsey was here, <laughs> I showed her my college workout routine because this is what's happened. I've been going through all of my iCloud notes. I had like 5,000 iCloud, iCloud notes. I'm not joking. And it was a giant mess. So I started slowly going through and deleting them. And I found myself in, you know, notes from when I was basically 10 years old, <laughs> um, <laughs> including when I was, you know, like 19. And the first like workout routine I had, uh, like lifting, like with weights. And it was out of control. <laughs> I basically put it was like leg day, arm day, leg day, chest and back. It was day. like every exercise known to mankind <laughs> yeah. for each muscle group. <laughs> it was like, I'm like, how long did that take you? Like five hours? I have no idea. I mean, no, it took me like an hour. But like at the time, I didn't think it like it didn't seem like that much. <laughs> Looking at it, I'm like, what? <laughs> It's ridiculous. But I mean, no, no wonder it stopped working, right? Because yeah. I was just doing that again and again and again in yeah. all of the exercises. So just to offer that as, as, as an, an example, example, a real yeah. life example. Yeah, but yeah. it's true. Like you could there could be a technically best type of workout for what you're trying to achieve. But if you've been doing that type of workout for forever, you're gonna adapt eventually. And maybe a different style of workout that's completely different, like a HIIT workout might not be the best way necessarily to put on muscle, but because it's such a new stimulus for your body, the second you switch over and do something completely new, you're going to see way better results anyway. And so like, I think I made that connection with my health, like, oh shit, mm -hmm. <laughs> those are very similar in that regard. And like, yeah, I've been doing what I think is like the best approach or like the most scientifically proven approach so far. But it's like, if I were to just switch it up on my body and do something drastically different, like that's probably a better shot for me at actually seeing results. So that really stuck with me. Yeah. yeah over some well, matcha. It was good combo. <laughs> some, I feel like your like your eyes got big and I could see your whole energy change. But yeah, I really want to drive this home because I feel like, I mean, I know there are so many people listening who have different types of chronic health issues uh, or even practitioners, just, you know, if you're helping clients with this um, and you haven't thought about this before. And I have a lot of people in my life who like this comes up a lot. And sometimes I just want to be like, I don't know how to get this. It's like I, I can say it, but but, you know, when you hear things a million times, and it just doesn't sink in. And there's a certain point where it, where it sinks in, because I've talked about this on the podcast before. I've talked about this many times before. And you of all people are like the deepest in my, my content. My soul wasn't right? ready for it. <laughs> yeah, your soul wasn't ready. Your soul. Right? Until this is like, it's selective hearing, right? It's, it's selective yeah. hearing. It's like, uh, <laughs> like, you know, you have to be at a certain place to actually let it sink in, to integrate it. And that's, mm -hmm. and that is why it is worth it to re-listen re to things that you think you already know. People are like, I already know that. Well, do you, do you know it though? Right. Because there's a difference between I've heard it and it didn't integrate. Right. Or like I've heard it and it integrated and I literally shifted my energy. Yeah. And you can come in back with a different with perspective. This. Like you may yeah. have grown since then and you come back and you have like a totally new take on it, which is kind of yeah. what happened to me. So, well, but this is the thing. And I'll say it again. I know I've said it before, but this is important. Like if you are struggling with an issue, 
And I can talk about this. We're using the example of like gut health issues, right? Digestive issues, uh, like SIBO, candida, whatever. But you can apply this to any area of your life. If you just keep doing, and people do this in dating all the time, right? <laughs> they, they do this in dating all the fucking time. So but you just keep doing the same thing again and again. And you think you're doing something different, but you're not. You're, you're not. I literally just had this conversation with a friend who she, like, part of the issue with the guys she dates is she shows up in really, like, she doesn't mean to, but like, she's really in her masculine energy. And that's not like a bad thing. Right. But in the context of the relationship, she makes, I can see how it would come across to the guy that she's not into it. Right. She's not available. They don't feel safe. Like there's no, no one's getting vulnerable. Right. And it's like, cause she's afraid to get her, her heart broken. So she shows up like I run shit, like, you know, sassy comments. And it's like, you're, you're emasculating him right and he's just trying to be nice to you um and and she'll like say oh i know i'm in my feminine i'm like you're you're (laughs) literally just doing the same thing in a different way and you're calling it something different and it's the same thing with gut health issues right it's like how many times are you going to go on a like the same it's it's just another candida protocol another version of a low-carb diet like you know Oh, I did keto and then I did car. It's like, yeah, sometimes for people that that can help. But if you've been doing this for years and years and years and you've tried all the different versions, do something different, like do something drastically different. It just sounds so obvious when you say it. It's so fucking obvious. For some reason, people are just so scared to do it. (laughs) Well, of course they're scared. But it's like if you're not happy where you're at right now. (laughs) What's that saying? It's like the definition of. Yeah, it's the definition Psychosis of insanity. or insanity. There you go. Yeah, right. Doing, <laughs> the, doing same the same thing again thing and again, again. Expecting, and ex- expecting a different yeah. result. Exactly. So, and that's what people do all the time. But I mean, yeah, I know you're scared, but it's like, what's the worst that's, that happens? Right. You could just go back to what you're doing right now, which isn't working anyway. Right. right. But the number like, of people, oh, it it's flares, like, it's like it's flaring anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's flaring anyway. And and to be honest, I will say, like, on the process of my stuff really healing. I flared really bad on the way to get there. And I, it's like detox, right? Like when things can get a lot worse before they get better. Yeah. It's knowing that balance, right? Talking to your practitioner in case it really is a like, this is a no, right? Working with somebody who can guide you through that. But I'll say my personal experience was like, I went through probably the worst flare of my life. I told you about this. I was like, I mean, I, I've never been in so much pain in my life. I was on the verge of like, take me to the hospital. I think my stomach's like literally my intestines are bursting open. Like it was so bad. Um, and after I got through that, everything evened out. It was like, but I also was very aggressive in my head dra- <laughs> I mean, I literally went from carnivore I to can only imagine. overnight. So it was like kind of a lot. <laughs> I don't recommend that. Don't do that. It's stupid. Oh my God. Um, you know, but, <laughs> but the thing is, it's like, if you've been on different versions of low carb diets forever, I mean, what would it look like to try adding in carbs? right? Like just like let your body get something different and it's all information. And there might be aspects of that that work for you and aspects that don't, but you have to try different things to figure out what works. And like the same thing with these gut issues, it's like, oh my God. I mean, I was there and I think that's why I feel so strongly about it because I know what it feels like, right? When I was on how many candida protocols and I'm like, why didn't, why did it take so long for somebody to bring up to me the heavy metals, the mold, and then the lime, it's like, it took so long for that to come up. And now to me, if somebody has been on, you know, I'll hear people and I can just, 
you know, there's also the intuitive hits and they're like, oh, this, this is not the issue. Right. But like, are you looking into the underlying issues? And this is also something that I, I feel differently than, and I actually, I have a lot of friends and colleagues who, who feel this way as well. Um, like what I was traditionally, like what I was taught in nutri- in school was always to start with the gut. And I don't necessarily agree with that. I, I think detox first, like opening up mm-hmm. like drainage, opening up detox pathways. And I know a lot of my colleagues feel the same. And, um, and then it was interesting because when I was channeling around a lot of like autoimmune chronic health issues, that's something that they kept saying, like the guys kept saying in their own way, right? Like in a slightly different way, they're, they're basically saying like, you guys are so focused on all of your gut stuff. You need to be focusing on opening up pathways for things to get out because you're just clogging your systems. Um, And they were saying if people actually supported detoxification in their body, like, yes, it's a natural process. Like, but the problem is that our livers are overburdened. Our detox pathways, like we're, are blocked, right? Where people are not, people are not pooping. People are not sweating, right? People are not, I mean, people are like, why am I breaking out? Well, something's got to get out, right? And our systems are overburdened. And the guides are like, if people just started supporting that process, um, everybody would be a lot healthier because everything else was, would start to even out. Um, you know, and I know people who have been on gut protocols for like five, six, seven, eight years. And then they're like, I'm just going to do detox stuff. And, you know, they finally heal. I know people who have just started that way. They're like, I'm just going to start with detox and not even do a protocol. And I've seen them heal. Right. So I don't know. It's different for everybody. But, you know, that's what I was bringing up to you. It's like, okay, are you just going to do another protocol or I mean, what, what's, what's the point until you actually do like detox and it's like, what's, what's in your bucket, right? What, what's all in your bucket. And I was describing to you, I think, um, you know, different protocols I've done, different things I've done to open up my detoxification pathways. It didn't always feel like, oh, I did that. And then I had a a huge difference. Like I was different overnight. It was more of like, Imagine I have 50 things in this, in this bucket and I need to take one out one by one. And like, sometimes I didn't feel like anything was changing right mm-hmm. after, but it was all of that together cumulatively that once I started getting to the bottom of the bucket, right. It was like, oh, now I'm noticing like the mm-hmm. big shifts. Um, and I think people don't realize how much stuff gets stuck in their system. Like we were talking about <laughs> oh, the colonics. This, like, this conversation got graphic. <laughs> yeah, this conversation <laughs> got graphic. But, you know, I didn't understand this either. And like a big, we were talking about some of the biggest things that helped me. And like, there was that point when I was, um, like when I had finally figured out the Lyme, you know, when I was like really heavy on all my practices and I was getting colonics once a week. And I learned a lot from talking to my, the, the woman who, who was giving them to me. She's amazing. And, <laughs> and I guess I didn't realize I was like, you know, cause it feels like you just cleaned out your whole system. And I'm like, well, why would you need to do this? You know, for so a regular long, basis. right. Yeah. And, and she was telling me, she was telling me, she's like, sometimes it takes people literally years to get things out because things are like stuck in your intestine. Like they're just stuck in the corners and the crevices, you know? And she would tell me about, she was like, like she had a client who it was two years of getting colonics weekly. And then finally, like this penny came out that this person had swallowed when they were five years old. And it's like, that was just, handle that. yeah, that was like stuck in there. Right. Or like I had a friend who, she, you know, she's been getting colonics weekly for, it must be like two or three years now or something. And like, she, she just passes huge worm. <laughs> 
And it was like, <gasps> how long was that in there? Like, you know, like you oh, never know. No. Um, but yeah, my the the woman who who gave me the clonics, like she would tell me the wildest stories about things that people had swallowed or eaten when they were kids that, you know, it would took years of this and it finally dislodged and finally came out. I mean, wait, important question. <laughs> so when you're in one of those sessions, yeah. does she report back and be like, this is what I found today? Like, no, well, well, I don't know what it's like at like, there's lots of different types of clonics. Um, and I, and I know some people it's not, you can't see it, but basically the place I went to the, the tube is right in front of you. And so oh, you no. can like, you, it's like, it's almost like, you know, like an like an aquarium, not an aquarium. Yeah. <laughs> it's I think, like, I, I think you know I'm those... picking up what you're putting down, like an <laughs> ant farm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah, it's like, <laughs> this is so. This is not what I thought we were going to talk about. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs> you can see, like you can see. So you're like watching with her or you can just like turn and you don't have to watch but you know those of us those of us who have studied nutrition and health issues we love poop we love talking about poop we you know it's not weird it's not gross so uh <laughs> it's totally I'm totally fine with it you know but yeah so anyway things can get stored in our bodies and it can take time it's like somebody will go in a sauna once and they're like oh yeah I detoxed I went in a sauna it's like <laughs> one time are you kidding you know um so uh, yeah things things to keep in in context but but it's like okay doing the same thing again and again and you're not getting any better and you think you're doing something different because you're just like on a different version of a low-carb like diet like a tweak and you're yeah, like, it's oh, like oh well, I took out peppers <laughs> right <I took> <laughs> <Yeah>. it's like <laughs> is it really different though and maybe maybe that is different enough but if you've been on this train for years right thing after thing after thing I'm not saying like you did it once and it didn't work like some you know but it's like I'm there's a certain point where it's like I got to do something different so it is like are you just on a different version of the same type of diet right what would actually be different if this can be true with exercise too right there's so many people who it's like they finally switch from really intense exercise to light or no no formal exercise but more walking like you had talked about you know and you just feel way way better and that is contributing to a ton of people's bloating as well, right? There are so many people that think that the root is their candida or their SIBO, but it's like, okay, the real root is stress. So what are the forms of stress, right? Is it, is it toxic overload? You know, is it parasites? Is it, is it your overtraining? Is it your body isn't getting enough recovery time, right? Because I know so many people who I've seen this again and again, like they're doing all the protocols, everything, I'm not getting better. And then they st they finally stop working out and their issues go away. Like, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. uh, so, and I'm not saying, you know, exercise isn't bad, but if we're doing too much for where our bodies need, and if we're doing so much that our bodies can't use that energy to heal, you know, there's a balance, like gentle movements can be a lot more effective for a lot of people, especially when your body's trying to heal. Um, there, so different diet, different protocol, right? It's not just, oh, I'm doing a different candida protocol. I'm doing a different SIBO protocol. But like, what is the root cause to that? Why does your SIBO keep coming, keep coming back? Why is your candida keep coming back? Or why is it not going away? Like what's underneath that? There's something else underneath that. So what would a different approach look like? And this is what, oh, I remember this was it. This is when I was telling you like, what if the approach was, was focusing on de-stressing? Mm-hmm. That that is the big one. And people think that they are de-stressing all the time. 
and they're not right. It's like, I'm doing really good. I get enough sleep. I'm meditating. I, it's like, no, no, no. Okay. Did you do this in your healing journey? Like, was yeah. there a time when you committed? I want to hear what it looked like. Like what did totally. you put out? Um, I mean, there are multiple times where there, are pr- I would say three or four times where it was like, okay, I am in a period of my life. This is a season where my job is healing. My job is resting. And so I changed my whole life to be in resting mode, not just I'm, I'm managing my stress. Like, don't even get me started. Right. Like this is different than this is what people do. (laughs) They, they hear that they need to de-stress. They need to focus on reducing their stress, you know, calming their bodies down, getting into parasympathetic. And then what they start doing are the practices that they should be doing for daily energetic maintenance anyway. And then they think that that is their intense healing. And it's like, no, this is just like balancing your life, so to speak. Um, If I think about the different seasons in my life where I was very committed to healing, right? You know, it looked a little bit different each time there. I would say, you know, the first time was when I was in school and I dropped out of school, right? I left school (laughs) to rest. The other two times, the first time I literally shut down my whole business, like I just stopped my business. I kept podcasting, um, but I stopped my business. I, I Mm -hmm. referred all my clients out, right? The second time I, I brought my, I was, I didn't like shut down my business, so to speak, but I kind of, I remember it ended kind of perfectly where a lot of my clients' packages were finishing up. And I think I had like one or two, um, who were, would see me like once a month. It wasn't anything frequent and everything else. I cut down a lot. Like I said, no to a lot of things. Um, and basically anything in my business, I didn't have to do. I, I stopped. So I, I remember feeling like I went from like a hundred percent to, I was doing 5%. Um, and I wasn't really focused on making money. You know, that wasn't my, my, my goal. My, all of my energy was into how do I heal? How do I rest? I, I both times, you know, sent out messages to everybody in my life. It basically was like, I'm healing. I probably won't respond to you. It doesn't mean I don't love you. I still love you, but I just need time off of social media, off of, off of technology. Um, so I sent out messages to people and just said that I'm, I'm in a phase where I'm not going to be as communicative, you know, cause I just didn't want any pressure. I like could not hold mm-hmm. space for anybody else. I'm like, mm-hmm. I just can't hold space for anybody else. I can't, I have to be all in on me, um, during the season, you know? And so just relieving the pressure, um, you know, with social things, I was a lot less social, right? Maybe like one thing a week, you know, I was in bed a lot earlier. My whole day was just like, how do I not do much? Right. Like, how do I, how do I not do much? It's a very different energy than just adding in your meditation. Right. I mean, I would spend like, (laughs) I spent an hour, at least an hour in the morning and an hour at night meditating. Right. But it's like just all of the things I, I was doing during those times to support my physical body. That was a full-time job. Like it was a whole time job, right? The amount of detox stuff I was doing um, at the time, I didn't have time for anything else, right? So I just had to say no to everything. So I kind of, I mean, I became much more of a hermit. Uh, that was just me in particular. Good thing it's in your human design. Anyway. Yeah, it's in my human design. 
but I had to just say no to a lot, right? It's like, you, you don't think about, and this might be different for different people, but I have, in my life, I have a lot of people who are reaching out to me all the time. Yeah. Right. And I have to really manage what I say yes and no to. So it's like, and other people don't realize this, you know, but it's like, I have, I, this just happened to me two days ago. I had seven friends in the same day ask me if I could hop on a call because they were going through something and they needed, you know, support. And I want to be there for people. Right. But if I'm on seven calls on my, on my Saturday to hold space for friends, when my job is kind of doing that all day, right. I I'm going to crumble. Right. Mm -hmm. So I can't say yes to all of those people. Right. I can't, I can't. Um, and it's like, that's a, like, so I balance it out. Right. I'll be like, I can talk next week. Right. Or like, you know, I'll just tell people my people in my life understand. I'm like, I can't, I can't hold space for you today. Right. I would love to next week or in this way. Um, but it's just managing that. Right. And I couldn't, I couldn't do that when I was in my period of this has to be about me. I got to be as selfish as possible. Right. And I was doing a lot of brain rewiring work, which took up a lot of my time and focus. Right. Mm -hmm. I was just spending a ton of time doing that deeper personal work, um, energy healing. Like, I mean, to do all of that stuff, like all my brain rewiring stuff, energy work, detox practices. I mean, that, that, that was it. Right. And then there came a point where I was like, I need to cut down on a lot of this because I need time where I'm just sitting. I'm just sitting and I'm really just chilling. Right. Because then there comes a point where you're doing so much healing work and personal development work that, that that's now your job. And now that's too much. That's stressful. Right. So then there came a point where it's like, at first it was calming me down. And then I was like, I can't do five detox things. Like this is just, yeah, I I'm too busy. Right. So I was like, okay, what's most effective here. And I picked, you know, two things that were most effective for me and I let everything else go. Right. So it's just, it was just like a process of trimming it down, but I, I needed open space, right. Not just replacing me being busy with, with other things with now I'm replacing it with keeping myself busy with healing things. One of the most common questions I get asked is how many drinks do I have in a day? And it's a good question. And the answer is a lot, a lot. I'm pretty sure Organifi runs through my veins at this point. Pretty sure because I basically drink Organifi all day. I'm on the Organifi diet. So Oh man, people always ask me my favorite products. Y'all, I use all of Organifi's products. I'm obsessed with them. And I also just want to give a shout out to their protein powder because it's so good. But I'm going to tell you my my top two right now. I'm, I'm just going to say it. Number one, Organifi Green. Drink this every morning. Love this greens powder. It is delicious, minty, fresh green juice packed with 11 superfoods. Great for naturally supporting detoxification in the body and boosting your energy naturally. So you can get an extra energy boost without a ton of caffeine. And you know me, I am a big believer in supporting detoxification naturally, just for me with all the energy I'm processing with everything going on in the world. And this is just really gentle support. For me, it has a lot of the superfoods that I like to get into my diet every single day anyway. So it's really convenient in one powder. For example, spirulina and chlorella. Y'all know I am obsessed with, with both of those. Algae, true superfood, great for detox, loaded with micronutrients. So both of those are in green juice as well as moringa. 
absolutely love this for naturally boosting energy. It makes me feel so alive and fresh and great for skin health, as well as ashwagandha and adaptogen. I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with that helps to balance the hormone levels in your body, especially cortisol. And I like to just feel balanced even in the morning. Those are just a few of the superfoods in green juice. It tastes so good. And I like to put it in water and then add in a little nut milk. It tastes so creamy, delicious, so, so good. So I love that every morning. And then my other favorite I need to give a shout out to is Harmony. Oh my God. If you don't have your hands on Harmony, it is so good. Instant hot chocolate, specifically designed to help balance hormones. And here's the thing. I'm pretty skeptical when people say you can just put a scoop in water and it tastes good. Usually it doesn't taste good. Usually you need to add nut milk. Let's, let's just be honest. This stuff, I just pour it in hot water and I am good to go. If you love cacao, this is for you. It has, uh, of course, so many superfoods, including cacao, as well as maca. I've used maca for a few years now. It's really, really great for me personally with enhancing my energy naturally without like a huge boost my alertness, but also for balancing hormones. Chased berry, one of the most popular herbal remedies for PMS and cramps. Shatavari, a well-known herb that has adaptogenic properties as well. Those are a few of the superfoods, but this is packed with deliciousness. All organic ingredients, a delicious way to naturally balance your hormones. And I know a lot of people are really looking to support their hormones right now, naturally support their bodies. This is an easy, delicious way to do it. And there's a reason why I live off Organifi. It tastes so good. And I feel truly amazing when I've gone on trips and not brought my Organifi. Thankfully, they have travel packets. But if I ever don't drink my Organifi, I really notice a difference. I can't recommend this stuff enough. So if you want to try out Harmony, Green Juice, or any of their other products, I'm obsessed with them all. Just head to Organifi.com slash CTC and you'll get 15% off. That is spelled O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I dot com slash CTC. And that code CTC will get you 15% off. And when you get your order in the mail, definitely post social media and tag me so I can see what you got. This reminds me of the detoxing conversation I brought up um, with Abundance Accelerator and how detoxing mm-hmm. your life can be key to opening up space for healing. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you did a lot of that. Yeah, I had to make a lot of space. And what, what, what people, myself included, what we often do is like we release something and then we just fill that space with something else. Yeah. Um, and that's, I, I, I feel you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Versus yeah. like, what does it like to release it and just let it be open? Mm-hmm. Right. But, but, and I think with the non-physical things, it's, it's hard for people to understand as much. But if I think about, I need space for healing, opening space, and I might feel like that space is empty, but really that's like, I'm healing right here. Right. When I spend three hours just on my bed, literally doing nothing, my body is healing. Right. (laughs) But if I'm always going or doing something like, am I really in healing mode? Right. So the way I thought about it is, okay, for the next however many months, what would it look like for me to spend 80% of my time in healing mode? And I started to think about how I spent my days and I'm like, wow, when am I ever in healing mode? Really? Right. (laughs) And then it was like, you know, switching my perception and the energy behind different things I was doing for my health, right? Because I could Mm -hmm. see cooking for myself as work, or I could see cooking for myself as fun and creativity and healing, right? Like I I switched my 
my energy and my intention around different things that I was doing. Right. And then there are certain things where I'm like, is this really necessary? Right. Like, especially when you get in the detox space, or if you're somebody who's been on a lot of protocols and you're on 500 supplements, right. It's like, are all of these practices really serving me? Are they Mm -hmm. right? Because I got to a point where, you know, my doctor had told me to do all these things. And I'm like, look, I I'm picking two and that's it. And because all of these things, I don't feel like they're doing anything. That's the other thing too. I feel like with protocols, like people get so overwhelmed Mm -hmm. with like how strict their diet is supposed to be or how many supplements they're supposed to be taking. And like, in the end, if that's making you more stressed than it is like helping you, then Mm -hmm. you have to look at that too, because that's going to be holding you back. That definitely happened to me. Well, it's like, if you have too many things, you're going to get overwhelmed and probably not do it at all. You know? And so I remember just telling my doctor, I'm like, look, I'm just going to focus on what really is moving the needle for me right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of these other little things like, like dry brushing. Great. Was it really moving the needle for me? No, I don't think so. You know, I was, you know, I'm like, I'm doing <laughs> other things. Like I can commit to sa- to sauna. I can commit to colonics. I can commit to my ozone. Um, but really, you know, that, and for my physical body, that was most effective. And then my other energy and time I'm going to put toward energy work and rewiring my brain because those were what were giving me the best results anyway, you know, mm-hmm. versus like all of these other random things. Um, so that's just what I needed for me. But for somebody else, they might have, you know, I have some friends who like loved, like I had a lot of friends at the time who were also going through Lyme. Right. And it was, you know, I would see kind of what was working for different people. And like some people, they loved doing their coffee enema, you know, every other day. I was like, I, I can't, like, I don't want to do that. I will get a clonic once a week. Like I don't want to get do a coffee enema every other day. It just feels like a chore. And if I feel like it's a chore, I'm not in a healing mode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so, or it's like when you work all day and then you go home and then you watch TV, you cook dinner and you watch TV. Like, do you, does that feel like healing mode to you? I mean, for some people it might, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I can't, it's like a genuine question, right? Because for some people it might, but for other people it feels like, cause I've had this day too. There are sometimes when, you know, my evening, I'll make dinner, watch a movie. And there are some times when that feels really like nurturing and chill and, and healing. And there are other times when it feels like a chore and I go to bed and I'm like, I didn't have any time for me. That's how yeah. I, f- that's how I feel. And I'm like, Whoa, that that's not how I want to feel that that wasn't healing. Right. Yeah. Um, so it's all about, you know, how are you feeling? And if, if you think about my body needs to heal, when are you giving your body time to heal? Or are you just continuing to do? Mm-hmm. I think that's a really important point. It's looking at you, how you relate to the different mm-hmm. aspects of your healing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I know that I, I feel really lucky with my, with, well, I won't say lucky. I'll, I'll say I feel really grateful. <laughs> that's what <laughs> I mean. With my job and my life where when those things ha- happened, I, I, I can tap out and be like, I'm shutting this down. Um, and for other people, if that's a position that, you know, something you don't want to shut down as much, there's still, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. Right. Um, but where are you telling yourself you can't when you can, right. Mm -hmm. There are bigger life decisions that sometimes or life realizations that come up related to this. Right. Um, that, that are good to just look at, you know, if it's like, if you feel like you live a lifestyle where you couldn't take three days off, 
for your body to rest, to, to, to heal. Like that's something to look at. That's something to look at. Right. So, and especially I, I have a lot of entrepreneur friends who I have seen have these intense, uh, health crises, right? I mean, in the hospital in the morning and in the evening, they're at a meeting. And I'm oh like, what God. are you doing? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that, is that why you signed up for this? Right. Yeah. Look, I get being here for the mission and the vision, but the, the mission does not require me to kill myself getting there. Absolutely fucking not. Right. Like, that's just how I yeah. feel. So there's a balance there. If you're an entrepreneur, just think about that. Um, and a lot of times people tell themselves they can't they can't take a break. And it's like, you could, right. You could take this weekend and say no to the things that you do every single weekend and just say, I need a weekend to literally just sit on my bed. Right. That's what I told you. I was like, yeah, you, you're cause you, you're really active as a way of de-stressing, which I get it at, at the same time. Is that telling your body we're resting right now? Like when you're on a big hike, is that telling your body we're resting and we're healing right now? Not necessarily. That's a really good point that I was like, Christina, those things bring me joy. You're like, yeah, yeah. but that's not necessarily what you need right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm and like, that, that's true. That was, that was tough for me to swallow at the time too, because I started getting, I was like, there are all these things that I love doing and I have to say no to them. And I was like, this is just right now the season where I have to do less. Right. In order to get to a place where you can do those things again mm-hmm. and actually like feel great doing them. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Totally. So I, I get it. And sometimes it is saying no to things that bring that, that, that bring you joy. Um, it's like, do I want instant gratification or do I want long-term healing, healthy life? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And this goes back to like your perception of, of, of abundance in your life. Right. If you feel like there's not enough time because so many people are operating from this energy. If I don't have enough time, if I don't go to this party this weekend, I'm going to miss out. I'm never going to have another, another opportunity to meet my, to meet people and whatever you, yeah. whatever you're, it's the like FOMO yeah. trap. <laughs> like, are you kidding? Like, well, when you're living in that energy, that's what, you, what, that's what you'll experience. Right. But it's like, yeah. okay, if I have more than enough time to do everything I need to do right now, the priority for my body clearly is resting. Like, so this is what I'm prioritizing, prioritizing right now. Mm-hmm. And then I also get to do this stuff, but I'm going to feel actually much better while I'm doing it, when I spend right now, just letting myself heal and receive. And this goes back to getting yourself in receiving mode, right? Yeah. Because it's like, even with healing the body, that kind of stuff, people are still in masculine energy around it. They're still in doing, right? But there's, there needs to be that balance of like, when are you simply just receiving the healing? Like when are you letting your body get into parasympathetic and, and repair, It's just so funny. I think you brought this up. It's like, that's almost the most obvious step. And it's the one that gets so overlooked because people are are like, okay, what diet do I need to do? What supplements Mm -hmm. do I need to order? It's like, have you tried just like chilling out Yeah, (laughs) for even a day? Like, have you stood still for one day and see, mm -hmm. and seen how you felt? Like, (laughs) I mean, that's exactly, that's the main thing. It's like, whatever the health issue is, like, I'm sure the advice is like, well, part of it is you need to reduce your stress, but that's the piece that people don't actually do because we just want something tangible that we can do. We want to do to feel like we're being productive when that's not productive at all. Actually, this <laughs> reminds me of this quote from the book about being productive. Okay, wait, this is, this is good. I'm going to read this quote. Okay. From the book. Sneak preview. Sneak peek. Okay. <laughs> 
This is, this is the quote. And what you have been told is productive is really very three-dimensional, a limited view on productivity. And there is so much more to it than you think. For if your playfulness and your enjoyment is what allows your frequency to align with miracles dropping into you instantaneously, is this not productive? Everything is productive. Rest is productive. Action is productive. Silence is productive. Speaking is productive. You are always productive. The question is, what do you want to produce? I love that. And it's so true. It's like, so what do I want to produce? And am I aligning with producing that, right? So if I want to produce healing, what aligns with that? (laughs) Resting could be the most productive thing you can do in that case. (laughs) Yeah. Like relaxing, you know, and and people turn relaxing into this to-do list. It's like, how do I relax? They literally Google this. It's like, (laughs) you know, meditate, journal. And then it's just this to-do list. And then people are approaching their meditation or their journaling with like, when people get stressed about their relaxation routines, it's like, okay, you know what, if journaling journaling stresses you out, then don't do it. Right. Like, like what actually reduces your stress? Is it sitting on the grass? Is it just laying there? Is it talking to a friend? Like, like you people, people are so out of touch with themselves that they don't know what relaxes them. Mm Hmm. Right. Like they don't know what mm-hmm. relaxes them or they think what relaxes them is actually what's making them more comfortable because they are addicted to cortisol. They are in cortisol resistance. So they look for adrenaline producing activities to make themselves feel relaxed. Right. Like, yes, this is my thing with exercise. Like exercise, I know, can be a, like reduce stress for people, but there's a certain point to which it's not actually, <laughs> depending on the person and the situation where it's not actually, people will be addicted to different types of, of movement, of exercise, of, of sports, right? Because they're looking for that cortisol hit because they're comfortable mm-hmm. with that because they're literally afraid to just sit there. They don't know what to do if they're just sitting there. <laughs> so that's the other side of it as well. Uh, <laughs> so rethinking productivity. but. I think it's just really funny that it's like the simplest thing and it's the thing that we avoid the most or we try to turn into a checklist, a to-do list and people don't even stop to think, but is this actually relaxing me? Mm -hmm. It might not be. It might be relaxing for somebody else, right? And then when you think something's relaxing, is it because you actually feel relaxed in your body? Like think about how you feel in your body, physically get into your body when you are engaging in this activity. Or is it because you were thinking that it's, oh, meditation is relaxing. This is all like in my brain, right? <laughs> so I'm going to do it. And then you meditate and you're, you're going into it and your whole body is like, I hate this, right? <laughs> and sometimes when you, when you first start meditation, right? Like it can feel uncomfortable and it's moving past the resistance. But like, this is just about tuning into that, discerning it for yourself, right? If, there's, if somebody else tells you that, I don't know going to the pet store and looking at the fish in the, this is so weird, um, relaxes them and you do it. And you're like, I really don't like this. Like in my body, I'm like, why am I here? I'd rather be doing something else. I mean, okay, listen to that. But people Mm -hmm. are so stuck in their heads instead of their bodies about how they feel. (laughs) It's, it's a, it's a different thing. So those are some things to keep in mind, uh, around healing. Around around Wild healing. Concept. Yeah. And in the process, this is all 
And this is what I think is so cool about this. It's like with Abundance Accelerator, it's literally all connected. The same things that help your body heal, but the same things that align you with the energy of abundance are the same things that help you with manifestation. Like it's all the same root cause work, right? Um, you know, supporting detoxification, opening up, you know, looking at drainage, supporting your gut health, no matter what your health issue is, those things are going to support your body, mm-hmm. right? Those things are going to support your body. If you look at like any autoimmune disease and you look at the foundations of, you know, healing, it starts with the same foundational stuff, right? Uh, and to me, it's the same thing with manifestation and really whatever you're calling in. This is why I talk about like a manifestation lifestyle uh, as opposed to a step-by-step thing. Step-by-step can totally be helpful, not like, right? Like that can be helpful, but wouldn't it be easy if you were just at, at such a clear space with your vibration, you're in such a high vibrational state naturally, right? You're just aligned with abundance naturally that whatever you direct your focus on ma- gets magnetized to you without having to do a 20 step process every day to get there. Yeah. That's the difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like, I, you know, if you go through something like abundance accelerator, it, you might not realize, but that would help, that would help you in your healing journey for sure. Right. Cause it's all the energetic work behind this stuff. And that's what I think is so cool about looking at the energy behind what we're looking to create and aligning with that energy, because it's like, we talk all about abundance right at the beginning of that course. And then it goes out into relationships and, and, you know, love and soul expansion and, you know, intuition and health, healing the body, weight loss and money and business and career. And it's like all of those, the underlying principle to call in what you desire, the underlying principles are all the same. And how cool is that? Yeah. Right. So don't be surprised if you start to do this type of vibrational work and your body starts to heal or it starts to change. You uh, notice a huge change in the relationships in your life. You call in your ideal partner and you're making more money. It's like it can all start to come in at the same time because you're doing the underlying work. And that is what is so magical to me about about the process and is what got me originally so into all of this because when I was doing a lot of energy work and shifting neural pathways, I started to notice because I was going at it from, I want to heal my body. Like that's what I was focused on. Mm-hmm. And that's really what I was focused on. But at the same time, I just, and I was, I was doing nothing, right? Like <laughs> I was making more money. My business was exploding. My relationships totally, it was like this huge swap out. I was attracting all these people that I wanted to attract in. I was attracting all these media opportunities. It was like, I remember just being like, what the hell? Like I'm focusing on healing my body and all of this other stuff is coming in. And in fact, all of that other stuff came in first because I had so, so much resistance and so many blocks around my body specifically. Right. So that's what's Mm. interesting about it too. Often the other stuff will start to rearrange. You probably notice this too. Yeah. 
because yeah. we're not, it's not so sticky to us, right? Because whatever we're like most annoyed with, frustrated with, right? Um, <laughs> that's going to be the one that usually takes the longest because there's more to work through. There are more, there are more energy blocks, energy knots to work through there. So that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> have you, did you see that too? Oh yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. So, and like, don't be surprised. I was just saying this in the, the mastermind the other day, I was like, don't be surprised when you start to do this stuff. If weird stuff in your past starts coming up, like Mm-hmm. old friendships, old patterns, old thoughts. It's all coming up as it clears, right? It's all coming up, giving you opportunities to imprint new patterns, new beliefs, new thoughts. Um, but it's just funny how that all works. I remember I just felt like when I first got really deep into this, I was like, this is like a huge blast from the past. Like <laughs> I just felt it was, it was so wild how that happens. Um, so don't be surprised. <laughs> So uh, I feel, do you feel complete around that? I do. Now I have all these things coming up in my head. Like, wow, that makes sense. So okay. thanks for tying that all together, Christina. I'm sure a lot of people are going to walk away like, oh. Any, <laughs> any tidbit you want to share? Um, not for, not okay. exactly. It's like stuff around like past relationships. <laughs> okay. It's okay. We'll protect your privacy. You um, can, <laughs> you can fill in the blanks. Yeah. <laughs> Just send it telepathically. We'll get it. We'll yeah. Get it. Um, Well, I hope that was helpful for everybody. We actually are going to end with a new segment, right? We need a jingle, don't we? (laughs) Oh, yeah. We we need a jingle. Let's let's improv sing it right now. Uh, That's on you. I hired you you for that. I'll give you a raise if you harmonize. (laughs) I need someone to harmonize with. Oh, this is not not my place. We'll report back with a Uh, jingle. (laughs) Soulfire, can you add in a jingle? Okay, we're going to start this new segment called addicted to the frequency mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's our favorite hashtag so if you don't follow me on social media this started as like a joke but not really because I always describe you know when you like the more you uh, do vibrational work and especially for me with like energy healing energy work and with a high it's like such a high frequency that I always joke I'm like I feel like I'm I'm high off the frequency right and I'm like addicted to the vibration it's a high frequency yeah it's you know a what I'm high saying? frequency yeah it's a high frequency and I'm like you get kind of I feel like addicted to the vibration like and it's so much so this is where I don't have to motivate myself to eat a certain way, live a certain way, because anything that dulls the frequency, I'm like, absolutely not. Like, that's how I feel. Right. So anyway, then a lot of my clients like started (laughs) picking it up and it became this, like this joke, but not really like hashtag addicted to the frequency. (laughs) Uh, because in a lot of my, um, a lot of my clients who went through high training, which is coming in fall FYI, for those of you who were asking the, the next round, they were like, oh my God, I feel it too. Like you literally feel like high off the, high off the vibration. So good. Anyway, so we're starting this new segment called Addicted to the Frequency. We're basically, how would you describe this? Christina's going to share some cool tidbits from her week <laughs> all around her channeling and energy healing. Just like, just like cool things related to your high frequency life that you want to share gonna... with people. I I just going to be like a little segment where I share a tidbit, something interesting I channeled or or some yeah. themes I'm seeing showing up in um in energy healing with energy work, just like interesting tidbits. We might have some 
manifestation tips, things like that. Any big themes, any like random thing that I'm like, I should just pop this in here. Yeah. So, oh man, I had, I was thinking about this before. I'm like, I have a lot of things I want to mention, but to distill it down to one, to distill it down to one, I actually think just on theme with this, maybe we can talk about what came up when you were here and Mm -hmm. something, and this will be especially relevant if you are an energy healer, just with the way the chakras, first of all, let me just say, (laughs) I had somebody tell me that they're like, I heard that there's like, people are going to find out there are more than seven chakras. And it's like, there are more than seven chakras. This has always been a thing. Like somebody was like, I heard that there are new chakras coming out that are hand chakras. (laughs) They're not new. They've everybody's like, they've always been there. Okay. Um, the seven, like those are the seven main chakras. We have way more than seven chakras, but that system is super helpful. Um, and very accurate. Like, but there are more than seven anyway, something. Okay. How do I describe this? Okay. If you think about like somebody's spine, for example, and well, actually maybe this is a bad example because I literally have no idea if this is scientifically accurate, but I'm pretty sure that not everybody's spine is perfectly straight. Right. Like, yeah. Um, well, it shouldn't be or, th- or <laughs> like, you know, okay. True. You know what I'm saying? Like, or it might be like, it's like, okay, I don't have full scoliosis, but my spine naturally, like it, like I had to go through all these tests because they thought I had it, which, mm-hmm. you know, but I don't have it. My spine is just like curved to the side or something like, yeah. Uh, like, you know, there might be like a standard of like, this is how it should generally look. Maybe that's a bad example. Maybe it's like a lot of you, people do have imbalances. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, where their spines like are not the correct shape. They're a little off. Yeah. Yeah. It's They're like, it's just different than, different than what would be like, I don't know what you see a standard on a yeah. spine. <laughs> okay. Or, or I guess I could say, I could use the example of with personal training, mm-hmm. right? How you will see people who naturally have certain muscle imbalances and the, yeah. the, the muscle imbalance, the imbalances I have are going to be different than somebody else. Right. So then when you look at my body and how I move and yeah. And my mobility and stuff, you're going to be able to tell, we need to work on that. Or like, if you think about like posture, right. Just like those nuances, mm-hmm. people have this with chakras as well, where it's like, you know, we kind of learn that <laughs> we, like, if you're an energy healer, you probably like, you know, you see all of the graphics chakras lined up. Yeah. Like- they're all lined up perfectly. And I think most people know this, especially like in, in general, like it might be a little bit off or if you're looking at like, like your earth star um, or your eighth and ninth chakras, like they're, they're going to be different depending on different people. Actually, if you do something like, you know, if you work with an energy healer um, or like biofield tuning, th- they'll kind of measure. That's super cool. Like a bio, if you do like biofield tuning, they'll measure how far out are your chakras and you can get a sense like my eighth and ninth chakras are really, are really far out. Like the, I remember when I, <laughs> when I like had her measure it with, with biofield tuning, she was like, it's like out of the room. Like I can't go further. Um, yeah. So it's just, it's just like a, you know, where, where are they at? But yeah, this is something to look at for people. And and it shows up visually for me, right. Cause I'm clairvoyant. So when I'm looking at people's chakras, um, you know, sometimes they're not perfectly, they're not like in a straight line and some people naturally will have one that kind of pops out. Right. So, it, it, uh, it, and it actually reminds me of how sometimes, you, you know, often people will pop out of their bodies in conversation and you can tell, like you'll have a client or something 
um, maybe you're talking to them or even a friend and you can just kind of tell they like, left your body and the, their body in the middle of talking to them. Or have you ever been talking to somebody and you like float it off and you're like, wait, sorry, what did you say? Right. It's yeah. like you, you were not in your body. Right. People do this all the time. Or if they're listening to something that they're not ready to hear or that they don't want to hear and then just kind of like pop out. Right. They're just like <laughs> not not fully in it. Um, and this type of thing like happens with chakras, too. And so I think when when we were channeling that one night. I actually don't remember exactly because when I'm when I'm doing this, I don't remember usually after what happens. Uh, I'm like out. But I'm pretty sure it was your heart was like I remember your heart chakra was like above your above your right shoulder. It was above (laughs) your right shoulder, like floating. And they were like, can you pop this back in? So it it was almost like it reminds me of like, you know, let's say you popped your shoulder out and they have to like pop it back in. Right. That's like I like pop it back in. Is there a reason for that, for that happening? I was curious about that and I forgot to ask. Yeah. So like, like why my heart chakra? I mean, there, there can be all kinds of, of reasons. I think it's especially interesting when it's like what I perceive to be like power centers, um, which for Mm -hmm. most people I'll see as like their heart or their, their solar or their sacral chakra, um, as like their main, like their their main power center um and with your heart you know there's uh, there's an element this would be different for different people but like does it feel safe to be there right and Mm. that fully powered up and open and balanced like are you fully safe in in having that be so right um like or is it like okay we can it's like not sticking right it's like i'm just gonna pop out over here um (laughs) stuff can happen when you're sleeping when you're astral traveling without you realizing it you know um those are some things to think about uh but yours was more of like am i like energetically this wouldn't be conscious but like can i really let this be fully balanced fully fully open fully powered on like and receive everything that would come to me with that and also make the life adjustments right because when when you're so rooted in that frequency it's not even a decision anymore it's not like difficult for you to decide what to let go of and what to do more of right it's like mm-hmm. i literally can't do it any other way that's how it feels yeah so are you really ready for that you know um but i mean did you feel different after we popped that into oh, place yeah i definitely <laughs> did yeah and you had a lot of stuff on your on your shoulders Which, and your back it's funny cuz i like during that naturally started, I caught myself. I didn't mm-hmm. even realize it. I was like straightening out and kind of lifting up. Like mm-hmm. I physically also kind of rebalanced. It was really interesting. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> that's probably why. Oh, totally. And if you have a lot of cords, right. Especially in that, in that area. And if they're like, they can literally be like pulling that center. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, that would um, make sense for me. Yeah. <laughs> for I my mean, heart think, chakra. think about it. It's like, it's like, why do I, why do I hunch my shoulders? Right. It's mm-hmm. like, I just kind of <laughs> got in the yeah. habit of it. Right. Or what are the things that I'm doing in my life on my computer that are making my shoulders hunch? It can be the same, the same kind of thing. But, um, this has been coming up a lot with different people recently where it's like, they're basically having me like pop them back into place, but it's more interesting because not everybody's like, not everybody's solar is going to be like right in this, right, right in there. Even when they are in place yeah exactly yeah even when they are in oh, place oh interesting um interesting. yeah and then when it's right in the right place like this is all visual for me right they'll show it just like it like turns on right so sometimes it's like I might put it right that's in the sick. center and they're like uh, no to the right right and I push <laughs> it over and it like powers on uh that's how it looks to me visually <laughs> that's so, so interesting. I think you know this is 
it's just really interesting how our energy bodies are shifting and what's, and, and when I'm going through and balancing chakras, there are a lot more that I'm balancing now than, than I used to. Like I'm spending a lot more time on like the random, like they're not random. Sorry guys. Like the random chakras. Uh, <laughs> I feel like, like the lesser outs- known. <laughs> yeah. Outside of the seven main, I'm spending yeah. a lot more time on like different energy centers and what they were saying. Um, it's like people will have certain energy centers that might not like might not be the seven main chakra that it's like a vortex of energy. It's like a vortex of energy. It might be like on the side of your body. Right. And they show it like a swirl of energy and they're like, like, this is kind of like next steps with energy healing. Right. If you're not already tuning into this, um, when we can figure out like what that person's unique, like vortex of energy is like, that's the good stuff, right? Because mm. then you can make sure that that one is is cleared, is balanced, is is aligned um, and notice what's going on with that one. And that also can lead you to, you know, what are that person's almost like, I guess, unique gifts in a way, right? Um, like, for example, somebody who naturally has a lot more going on in the upper chakras is going to have different natural gifts, inclinations, personality type, you know, than somebody who's has a lot more going on in their lower chakras. I right? love it. It's like bio-individuality, but on an energetic level. Totally, totally. And so it's like, and that's, you know, even when people are, are all of their chakras are balanced and open, they'll have certain areas that are just stronger than others. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's really interesting stuff. Um, so that's my little tidbit. It makes me think of my human design chart too. Yeah. Yeah. Like what my defined centers versus undefined are. Yeah. I would be curious how that overlaps. Um, but mm-hmm. it's kind of a different. Yeah. It's kind of a different type of thing, you know, like the meaning be- behind it, but mm-hmm. very interesting. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I hope that was interesting. Let us know if you enjoy the new segment, uh, take a screenshot and uh, tag me and tag Christina, the channel pod so we can repost. Always, always really appreciate it when you share the podcast. It is a really powerful way to support me. And we really appreciate it, especially in these times where, you know, I may or may not be shadow banned. (laughs) (laughs) To be discreet. (laughs) To to be not so discreet. (laughs) Oh, man. Anyway. We hope this was helpful. Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to check out the new course, Abundance Accelerator. It will be out in just a few days. If you're listening to this later, it might be out right now. All the information will be in the show notes. We hope you have an amazing rest of your day and chat with you next episode.